Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Ifa Bayo. Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair. Hell, sit on the stoop. Get you something to drink. Some water, some tea. Get you some cold, something hot, some coffee. Ah, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. <laughs> I, I'm not here to judge. Uh, y'all. I, and I know y'all may say, if I bail. Because remember, we are doing the five. So, the next thing is, uh, protection. The next one is protection. And it fits in this conversation. Protect your peace. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Protect your belief. Protect your morals and principles. Protect those things that you hold dear. We tend to think 
that, you know, we have to live the life of the drug dealer where we can't trust everybody. And, you know, it's like they the ops. And how did it spill over in spirituality? It still baffles me. Because we got to look at this root worker, this conjure worker. We got to look at this Santero, this Balero, this Babalao, this Oriente, this Oba. We got to look at this voodoo person. We got to look at this hoodoo person. Because what they do don't line up with us. Now, I don't want you to get it twisted. If you know of a rape someone is violating women and children and the elders and they and you have receipts and you have testimony and you have people and you have spoken to that person because there's levels to this see folks just think that we can drag people cancel culture real talk though we all have a chapter in our book we don't want nobody to read. We hope to God that no one finds out. But the one thing we forget, the same way I know where people bones are buried, motherfuckers know where mine are too. See? <laughs> Everybody got some skeletons in their fucking closet. We tend to forget that part. So I'm just giving you a disclaimer. So make sure when you're dragging or you're exposing or you're doing having your ducks all in a row. And guess what's going to happen? Yeah, they'll get exposed, right? Let me tell you how social media is. Because it seems that some of y'all got a short memory. Uh, you expose the person. Everybody know, oh, wow, they doing bad stuff. You know, whatever it is. Out of the 1,000 followers, guess what? 600 still are going to follow them. People are not ready for truth. People want quick, fast, and a hurry. People want the drama, the mess. This is why reality TV is so popular over here in the States, over in America. It's popular. Everybody wants to know the dirt, the, the fucked up things, because it sells. Back in the day, sex sold. Get a sexy woman, you could sell cigarettes, shit, you could sell ice cube to an Eskimo. And now, the more trauma, the more mess, the more tea, the more negative, all of that, it sells. I even had to make sure, because I had to prove a point to someone. I put up a post about black women honoring them and everything. That post had maybe about 16 likes. I put up a post of some ratchet shit. <laughs> I had over two point something K likes. People love drama. They love animosity. So if you don't mind making that person famous, then <clears throat> drag them. Yeah, let, let the community aware. Trust and believe. In the same way all those people that got exposed, now all they did was jump in another boat. Someone's going to take them. Someone is going to make them even more prosperous. And women still are going to go over there. The same way the model, the guy, he, you know, he got arrested. 
Girls was really online. How much is his bail? Damn, he looking good. So, people, they just going to do. So, this is why. Protect yourself. Protect those people you love. But guess what? No matter what, I don't want y'all to ever be discouraged. But I don't want you to get in your feelings. I had to learn that. You can, even for your kids, you can show them, you can tell them, you can embed in them, hey, you know, love yourself, you're number one, the whole nine. You can give them instilling the morals and principles, but when they get out there in them streets and they get these friends and they just, they want to follow what's hot, they will. My pops, I always say that. A man should always be in his kid's life. But he's the first example of what a man is, the statue of a man. My pops made sure that I understood that, right? And he tried to do it, you know, with my kids. Real talk. Where he went to work, he made sure he took care of his bills, he had a bank account. Like, he, the bills that he knew of, yeah. Because majority of times, he just gave all the money to my mom. But after she died, he made sure. Hey, I got to pay this mortgage. Hey, I got to pay this light bill. And if it was <laughs> if it was $20 left, he would eat Franks and beans through the whole week until he get paid at the end of the week. Right? My pops worked for the airlines. And <clears throat> it didn't bother him. Because... He used to always say, there's a difference of being broke. If you paid your bills, you're not broke. You're not broke. He said, you're not. Poor is a state of mind. That I'm not. I, I'm, I'm, it never belongs to God. I'm, I'm not that. So protect your finances as well. But also know the words that you're spitting out. So poor, we should never say poor. Ever, 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 ever. Because that's the state of mind, and you'll never come out of that, right? But when you're broke, it's, I paid all my bills, and this is what I have left over. I'm, I'm comfortable. I don't have to worry about the cutoff man coming to turn off the lights. I don't have to worry about the landlord or the mortgage company getting me out. I don't have to worry about the cable getting shut down. I don't have to worry about those things because I, I paid for it. And these are the little pennies I got. So it's going to get me to A and B. I can't go to, you know, any functions. Or I can't go to any of these things. See me in a week. I can go. See? So that's the difference of, and that's what my pops taught me. But he also taught me to be responsible. He said, the, it, my pops' number one thing was, man can promise you the sun and the moon. You better have the stars in your pocket. And I live like that. You can, oh, yes, oh, my God, I love you. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to do all that. Yeah. Oh, babes, I ain't got it. I do. <laughs> I do. While you were sitting there reciting all of that, I was sitting here grabbing the bag and securing it. Mm-mm. 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 But protect. Protect you first. I also, I made a post and people were, you know, straddling the fence. Some people were nay. Some people were yay. I said, the post said, 
I have to uh, be careful of the people that hang around people that don't fuck with me, that don't like me, right? Now, it is a two-edged sword. If you have those mature friends that when they go out and, you know, you, you always have those people, oh, how your best friend doing? I heard, no, no, no. Where on my face does it look like you could talk about her? She not here. No. Or, yeah, girl, you heard what happened to her the other day, right? I know. So, it really depends on the character of the people that you have around you. Protect your peace. I removed a person from my whole page, and I have no remorse. Why? He put up a picture of people I don't fuck with. That I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. All right. No, let me. Because I don't need that energy at all. At all. I don't need you in my inbox trying to figure out what's going on. I don't need any of that. Ain't nothing going on with me. But I'm not sitting there. And if you're constantly talking about everybody, I know you talking about me. So let me do you a favor and remove you. And I sure did. I removed him. And I don't have no remorse. I don't feel no kind of way. None of that. It's all about protecting your peace. If you are messing... Now, if you're the type of person, like I say, I know a few sisters that I wouldn't present that to them. Because I already know their character. The first time somebody stand there and I don't have to be around and they go, oh, you know, E5 Bayer, she be like, yo, where on my face does that give you license to talk about her? You want her number? You want me to call her? Because you seem to have something to say. Like, we, we, we friends, but we ain't like that. Like, where on my face does you get it? Right hand is definitely one. Like, no. I know a few people, Kim, you can't go to Kim and be like, uh, yeah, you know, E5, hold on, bitch. Because <laughs> Kim, Kim will let you know from jail. Hold on, bitch. <laughs> when we start doing that, like, no. Uh, you want me to call her? So I can't give them that sentence. But I know some people that I don't even need to give them. I already know how you are. I know how your character is. That's why when everybody was commenting on the post and I said what I said. You right. It is fact. Not you know. A lot of people don't have to follow that that method because their character is who they are. They're not putting up a facade. They will see someone and right when the people start talking, hold on, or they'll be like, okay, I'm out. Y'all y'all doing extra. I'm out. But those that know me, majority of the times when people want to sit and talk about you and you're not there. They're bothered by your presence and they're still bothered by whatever it is. And they need to prove their point, right? That's one. Two is, uh, it's 24 hours in a day. Why are you worrying about what I'm eating, what I'm doing, what I got on, who I'm fucking, whatever? Why? What? How is that going to pay your rent, your mortgage? Is that going to help your kids? Is that going to help your grandkids? Is that going to help you any kind of way? Is that going to get you to Santo? Is that going to get you to Pinaldo? Is that going to get you anywhere? It's not. So why are you focused on little old me? I can't be that much of a bother. I cannot be that much of. A friend of mine 
called and told me, since you stopped fucking with a lot of people, I know their presence have been, you know, down and they don't have no more content because you created a lot. Yeah, I did. I said, but contrary to the popular belief, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. At the end of the day, I'm still here. I can't, excuse me, worry about nobody else. I'm still here. I'm still doing it. I'm still growing, expanding. I'm still here. I don't need to put the next person down so my light can shine. I don't need to drag people or find out who's crown, who's initiated, who's in hoodoo, who's in voodoo. I don't need to do all that. All I need to do is inspire, encourage, uplift, give you a little bit of, of, of laughter, and we shed a few tears. That's it. <laughs> That's all. That's the recipe right there. I don't need to do all that other shit. Because, <laughs> one, it's exhausting. Two, why do I need online beefs when the block button works? This is an app. <laughs> I am not near y'all motherfuckers. So, why would I allow someone to stress me out on my phone, on this app, that you're not... in? I can't go next door and cuss you out. I can't just walk down the block and cuss you out. I don't been living in your area. So why am I allowing someone to get on my nerves? Or why am I allowing to go through all that negative shit? Why? For what? what? Be unbothered. Protect yourself. Protect your beliefs. I was going to spend uh, Thanksgiving with my daughter. Everyone that knows me knows that I bring Allegra and I bring Rosemary. I don't care where I'm going. If I'm going to the hotel with somebody, Allegra and Rosemary going with me everywhere I go. My daughter told me last night, uh, Ma, also... If you coming, you can't bring your things. I said, I guess you'll be eating out because I won't be there. What? I said, I won't be there. I said, you don't, you don't got to worry about it. And it's, let me tell you how crazy it is. I kept on saying, dog, you know, the prices of the plane is going down. The prices of the plane is going down. The prices of the plane is going down. And I was going to buy my ticket. But something, something just in me was like, mm-mm, hold off, hold off. Now... For y'all that say, oh, my goodness, she, uh, no, I'm not arguing with my daughter. But I was at a drumming, right? And for the life of me, I had to go to this drumming. And I went for a chosey, right? My father for one of chosey. For the life of me, I had to go. I don't even know why. Just, it, it was an urge. But Oshun told me, Oshun told me, my mother she said, I don't care who it is, your kids, your grandkids, the neighbor, a stranger, whoever. You don't allow them to disrespect you. She said, you're my child. Now you need to have my heart, my who I am. You, you need that now because you've been nice for so many people. 
and being nice, they just walk over you and just expect you to lay down. So I, I laughed at my daughter and I said, that's funny because, you know, my, you know, because you can't bring that voodoo over here. I said, that's funny. You don't have a problem with spending this voodoo money when you ask. Huh? Yeah. I said, don't worry. You you have a happy Thanksgiving. And I hung up. I'm not mad at her. I'm not hurt. I'm not none of that. My son, years ago, he told me, that's when he was a Christian. He said, you can't bring that in my house. No, you, you're not bringing that in my house. I said, okay. <laughs> Never went to his house. For a long time, I didn't go to my son's house. And people used to be like, Yo, you know, I was over there by your, you know, by your son's house. Yo, it's nice. You so, you know, I, you been over there? Mm-mm. Why? He he said I can't bring my stuff with me, so I'm not going. That's okay. God bless the dead. When Craig was alive, we had Tiger and Bam, right? Our two dogs, two mastiffs, right? <laughs> we had them, bull mastiffs. We had them, right? And they were two big dogs. And when they, they sat up, they looked like human beings. Craig would turn down rides. People would be like, yo, you want a ride? He'd be like, yo, can my dog get in? Nah, nah, that's okay. And he didn't feel no kind of way. We had to, up in New York at first, they didn't have a lot of, in Queens, they didn't have a lot of pet-friendly hotels. In Atlanta, they all over. So when we would go and they'd be like, oh no, you can't bring the dog. And he'll be like, okay, we ain't staying here. To finally he learned the terminology and he would ask, y'all pet friendly? Yeah, okay, come on, we going. And he didn't feel no kind of way. He didn't feel bad. If you said no, that's your right. That's okay. You know, much respect to you. I don't have to be a part of it. So don't feel bad. You know, like, I, I don't, I don't, like I said, protect. Protection is real, right? Putting boundaries and things like that, but protecting what you believe in and standing on it, standing on your morals and principles. You're right. That's my daughter's house. She can have whoever and whatever she wants. But if you know, okay, my mom does this. This is where she coming. I know she's bringing this. Oh, no, you can't bring that now. Say no more. Oh, I'm not a part of the voodoo. Then don't ask me for nothing because it's the voodoo that makes the money. So you don't ask me. Real talk. I remember when, oh, man, that shit used to be so funny. It was like, oh, it was like, oh, I don't take drug dealer money. I said, she ain't never getting no money then. Because <laughs> first of all, how you know where the money come from? I remember my friend Marlo. I remember when somebody they they were like, um, you know, it's a drug dealer. She said, "Don't block my blessing." I sat here and asked God for some money. And this dude, he used to always come in the bar. We used to work in Bennigan's. Me and her used to be bartenders. And yeah, I worked a lot of places. <laughs> and she was, you know, she was like, damn, I don't want to lose my truck and I got to get 150, you know, tonight so I can go right straight to the dealership and pay. 
I said, oh, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. She was like, you know, but the bar was kind of dead. And this dude, he was, he was a known drug dealer down in Atlanta. And he walked in and he just, he, he always had, he always thought me and Marlo was cool. But I thought he always had a crush on Marlo. And he walked in, he put down 200. He said, y'all keep them coming. Marlo looked, I said, Go ahead. She said, no, 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 we can split. I said, no, you take it and, you know, don't worry about it. Because you're always driving me home, you know, and there's, whenever there's something, you're always looking out for me. So I, I can't get mad. And, yo, know, she was so happy that we partied that whole night. I don't drink. So and I didn't even drink back then. But Marlo and them did. And we still, we partied. We had fun. You know, music was blasting. They let us be in charge of the music, Steph, uh, the manager, and all of that. But protecting your peace, protecting. And people, and the reason why I'm sharing that is people was like, oh, you know, you shouldn't take that money. That's drug dealer money. She said, I asked God for a blessing. God made sure he looked. I'm not worried about where it's coming from. I got it. That's it. That's all. And it's protecting who you are and not allowing people to pour fear in you. It is believing what you stand on. You know how many Christian friends I got and they will point the finger at you and tell you how you going to hell and you a sinner, but they themselves don't follow anything, nothing. They smoke more weed than the Lord allowed. They screw everybody, husbands or wives. They cuss. They do all of that. But And then when you take that mirror and show them, oh, God is working on me. Oh! So God can't work on me, but God got to work on you. So that excuses you from all the sins. You lying, scamming, uh, doing adultery. You doing all kinds of shit. But God going to overlook your sin. But he definitely going to punish me for mine. If you don't get the fuck out of here with that, man, get out of here. And I know I have family that's like that. Oh, yeah, God is... God is working on me, you know, but you, no, no. How is it that you could be a crackhead, you could do all of this, you could cheat, you could steal, you could scam, but when it comes to you and you look in that mirror, it's, oh, God is going to forgive me because he working on me. But when I look, I'm I'm going straight to hell. There's no God is working on me. God going to forgive the sinner. No. That's why I always say, ah, I like God, just don't like those people that follow him. They not too bright. Those people, right? The ones that point the finger at you because you're living in sin. But they, I said, do you know that God is coming back to judge the church first? He, he ain't worried about us sinners. He coming back to get y'all first. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, the Bible is an acronym. It's basic instructions before leaving earth. He left for y'all the whole roadmap. <laughs> His own followers don't even listen. So, and if y'all are the example, it say be Christ-like. Y'all are example. I don't want to follow y'all, but I can't, I can't preach that because if spirituality and we are the example, ain't nobody want to follow us neither. I, I'm not mad at atheists when they say, uh-uh, girl, I'm happy I'm an atheist. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Because when you look at the spiritual community, we are so divided. We are so at each other's throats. We are so egotistical. We are so fucking cliquish. We are so petty. 
I tell y'all this story, and it's so real. They had in a group, and it was talking about how the religion is and all of that. Young brother came in and said, can I ask y'all a question? If a ruler came back today, would he be happy? You know, in that group, nobody ever answered the question. They just went and dogged him out. Who are you? Who? who I bet you not even uh, initiated. They took his picture and put it up there. Oh, look, he's a bum. I bet you he... And these were all spiritual people. And then I took that same question that the young man asked. And I was in my godmother's house. And all the, you know, she was having her ceremony. And I asked. And she came out the kitchen. She said, no, he won't be happy. She said, not at all. He won't be happy with me. He won't be happy with you. He won't be happy with none of us. Because we allow money, ego, arrogance, all that to take the place of spirituality. We will scam people. We will tarnish people. We will do that. In a heartbeat. Don't follow what we say. Say something different. Have an opinion. Have an idea contrary to what we say. And you know what makes them even more matter? When I go, it ain't about you. It's what it'll do say. Oh, my God. You're young. You're, oh, my goodness. Oh, and then they want to bring up, the, oh, you didn't have your saints for three years. And you, yeah, yeah. People will talk to you like you ain't shit. What? <laughs> Hence why I say protect Learn, learn, learn. When you learn, education is a motherfucker. They won't bother you, but they'll tell everybody you're hard to deal with. That's what they'll say. They won't bother you. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, they. she's hard to deal with. For real. Because you're questioning. Hey, you know, I understand this part, but why are we doing this? And nine times out of ten, they don't even know. So instead of saying, shit, someone taught me this, but let's find out. No, it's don't question me. You know who I know when they start reciting names. I remember this person was reciting all these goddamn names. I said, "Uh, hi, hello. I don't know none of them. Oh, well, they were. Okay, where they at now? Oh, they dead. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Let's talk about the living. What, What people are doing now? Let's talk about that. Because people will. People will name drop, clout chase, and you're supposed to just jump and be like, okay, I don't know those people. I wasn't around. I don't know them. So, no. Oh, well, they did. That's your version of I guarantee if I go talk to three other people, that won't be the story. So, at the end of the day, why do you do A, B, and C? Oh, well, because that person taught me. But why do we do it? Why? Let me understand. And nine times out of ten, they don't know. This is why you sit with the elders. This is why you educate yourself. But we want to be number one. We got to be in everything. You know? I learned within the past four years. My chair don't belong under every table. And I'm good with that. My feet don't supposed to walk in everybody home. And I'm good with that. Be it friends, family, or foe. <laughs> I don't care. No. If I feel off or if I feel something's out of socket, I don't need to be there. And the day I say, no, nah, I don't trust you. Trust and believe. 
you 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 won't see the same version that you once saw. Because to me, trust goes a long way. Honesty goes a long way with me. But if you show anything that's opposite of that, you don't have to worry. I don't need to drag you. I don't need to get online and start talking about you and your mama and your kids and all that. Nope. Block, delete, and let me move on with my life. That's all. That's it. That's all. At the end of the day, protect your morals and principles. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't care what goes on. I'm not going to do it. My friend Nisi was like, I never forget we was in Tone Rooms liquor stores on New Year's Eve. She said, you can have a sip. Ain't nobody going to know. And I told her, I said, let me put it like this so you'll never ask me again. If they come down and tell me the only way I can save my children's life is to drink, I'll tell them, watch over me while you're on the other side. She was like, damn, no. I, I don't drink. It's not for me. I'm good. I'm good. I, I really am good. I, I don't need it. Oh, well, I don't. I don't need validation from nobody. I do not. My father and him taught us when we were kids, you were divinely created. A man that was crowned Shango Kabosile for a long time told me, you don't have to tell people they're amazing. Tell them they're necessary. Everyone needs to know that they're needed. You are needed here at this time in this place. That's it. I don't need for you to validate me. I don't need for you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. I, I, I Educate me. If you know, if you don't, don't be so fucking arrogant to where you miss out on the blessing. Protect those that you love. Protect your friendship. No, you don't have to go around and hate the people they hate. No. But if your character is stand up and, you know, you're, you're really known for that, then you can hang with who you want to. Just make sure they don't talk about your people. And if they continually do it, then they ain't got no respect for you. So why are you hanging around them? Now I'm going to look at you sideways. If I walk in a room and you start talking about uh, left hand, and I go, uh, why are you talking about right hand? Right? Real talk. And, or she'll go, why are you talking about left hand? And five minutes later, you're talking about them again. Six minutes later, you're talking about them again. Oh, well. I see Houston, we have a problem. Say less. And I'm out. Because either something that is bothering you or you just you just love mess. Like, it, it takes a lot of messiness to sit and talk about somebody that's not there. <laughs> like, for real. I'm I'm not one to listen to one-sided conversations. I can't stand that shit. My mom told me when I was a kid, three sides to a conversation. Your side, my side, and the truth. And if the other person ain't there, the truth definitely ain't in there. So why why are we doing this? A real talk. So we'll sit there and you sit here talk about this person and what was what's their what's their version of it? 
Like, okay. So your mouth is a prayer book. I know you lying. I'm serious. And I can understand some of y'all, oh, but you used to do it. When you know better, you do better. Real talk. Real talk. Even with all the shit that happened, I still called, hey, explain this. Because it could have been some miscommunication. It could have been, damn, I have a problem. Let's, aren't we healers? Like, aren't we the ones to help out? Aren't we the spiritual community? Don't we supposed to help broken people? Or are we Christians and we just going to say, hey, out of everyone that really needed prayer, we should have been praying for the devil because this motherfucker needed it the most. Real talk. But we all turned our back on them. We just made them the epitome of. So if there's people in the community that are doing fucked up things, our first instinct is to first understand why they're doing it. What's, what, what's, what's the method to this madness? And do you see if it's madness or not? I didn't watch the Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Why? Because I was alive when they was putting the shit on the news and all of that. So I was like, that ah, makes no sense for me to go backwards. I, I was following that shit and, you know, nah, that's okay. Um, I do know that before the year's out, some, we, we, we have this, we have this copycat syndrome in this society, in this day and age. And it's going to be somebody. Somebody that's going to do it for the likes and the love. People going to dress like him for Halloween. I mean, they're going to ride it. It's just, it's just how it is. Um, and believe it or not, this dude was, as they say, I don't know if they did it in the movie, but in real life, he was the great neighbor. I don't know how they did it in the movie, but in the real life, he was the great neighbor. You know, he minded his business. He came in and out, you know, helped people with their groceries or whatever. So, and, but no one, the part that bugged me out, he didn't hang around in white areas. He hung around in predominantly low-income black areas. And nobody said, that's suspicious. Why is he here? But in that era, uh, a lot of stuff was overlooked. Even the police overlooked him. Real talk. So, (sighs) protect. Protect your environment. Protect your home. Protect your home. Be mindful who you bring in your house. Be mindful who you allow to lay in your bed. Be mindful. Protect your body. Be mindful who you allow to consummate, have sex with. You know, I can't stress that enough. I I have to talk about this part of, and this is to my sisters, because it's mostly the women, right? And I'm not here to judge you or curse you out or any of that. I, I just need you to think. I don't care if you're older, younger. When you start working on yourself, love will come. But the first one you have to love is yourself. That's the most. And make sure your children are okay. That they are okay. Make sure they are okay. 
Make sure that they are happy, loving children. To have a woman love a man so much, I, I can tell you stories. I can, and it ain't stories that, yeah, I heard. No, like, I was there. And I will say this part of it, that once a child is violated, you can't go back and undo the act already took place. But we have these women that want a man so fucking bad that they allow their kids to suffer. And suffering may not be he just might not touch them inappropriately. They may just be without. They may live in filth. They, I mean, it, it's so many things. And I've seen so many women, girls, females, just live their life for a guy. Just live their life for a guy. I sat outside one day and I prayed. I said, God, if I ever love a man more than I love myself, just take me. For real, just take me. I, I, my purpose here is done. And I understand what some of y'all may say. Oh, my God, but we can't choose who we love. Said, what? What? Oh, my goodness. I can't choose to give who the $1,000 go to. No, it goes to me. It's mine. How you go in my bag and take it? That's how y'all sound. Like, are you serious? We are so amped, and it's all show and tell and competing with someone else. Or we want to shine. We want the world to know we got this great guy. Oh, my God. If you think the story is about you, then you need to change your narrative and heal. That's the only thing I can say. And that means that if it is because I, I have friends that have made some horrible choices and have done some horrible things. And this was when I was 18, 19. I'm in my 50s now. If you just meet me, think this is about you, then uh, sweetie, change your narrative and heal. I had a friend that, um, she loved this dude so much, so much she did. And I guess because she didn't get healing from the traumas that her mother and her father and her brothers and her sister put her through. And just school, because she went to school and they would make fun of her clothes and they would make fun of her. And, you know, she met this guy, the first guy. And, you know, he liked her, but he wound up leaving and she met this other guy, right? So, <sighs> she started taking an interest in herself. She started taking an interest in herself. She started putting on makeup, going to the beauty parlor, doing her hair. And I remember me and my friend Carol, we used to be like, 
All right, girl. All right, all right. Get your little hair done at Wilford. All right, you know. And we were hype up because she was. She was, you know, with skirts now and stuff. And she was working. Independence is a motherfucker. She was working. So now she, you know, she's taking a little pride in herself. She went and got her hair done. She had her little... You know, she was putting on a little makeup and stuff. Really not too much, but just a little bit. No, none of the foundation or none of that. Just a little lipstick, a little eyeliner. You know, you were fluffy eyelashes up. And she'd go get her hair in a doobie. And, you know, it was growing. She was looking cute. Well, she had a baby bomb. She did. She had a baby bomb. And the more she started taking a liking in herself, and started, you know, putting herself first. The jealousy of this dude became, he became jealous. And he needed a way to hurt her. Right? For real. He needed a way to hurt her. She didn't even know he was jealous. She, he would just be like, like he didn't openly be, you know, hitting her or anything like that. He would be like, so where you going? Because you look too beautiful to be going to work. And she was like, no, I am going to work. You know, she was working at Burger King. So it was to her, it was a, just like she she was finally getting her life together. So <clears throat> she had him babysit their daughter. And she was five years old. She was five. This sick, demented, because if you saw him, you would think he was the world's greatest person. You saw him, man, he was mild-mannered, respectful. You never see him argue with nobody. You know, he worked construction, so he would go to work. And, you know, he was just, you would think he loved this girl and all of that. But he was sick. He was sick. And the more, like I said, she went to work, she got her money, she started dressing up, she started just taking a, a loving to herself. He turned around and raped their daughter, bent her over in the bathroom. She was five. He a grown-ass man. But you wouldn't have you would never have thought if you was to see him, you wouldn't think he was capable of doing it. He went to jail, but he didn't go to jail for that. He went to jail for doing it to someone else's daughter as well. And he told her, I wanted to hurt you like you was hurting me. She was standing there like, what? What did I? I was, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, yo, end his life. She was, and the police was there and everything. And I grew up with these people. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, what? Protecting. I was in North Carolina. I was hanging out with my daughter and them. And they took me to their job. And the girl, this girl wanted to read it. So the first girl, she sat down. I read her and stuff. She was sleeping with my, <laughs> she was sleeping, bitch, <laughs> right? She was sleeping with, uh, I, I want to say, make-believe son-in-law. Okay, 
um, thought I wouldn't catch that, but I did. And then this other girl came, and she started crying. And I said, why are you crying? And she was like, because I know you're going to tell me. And I was like, tell you what, I don't know you. If you see her, she is in North Carolina. She worked at the damn roadhouse barbecue thing. Sweet girl. Beautiful young lady. And I read her. And I started crying. Huh? And she has six kids. A set of twins. She has four and a set of twins. Her and her man moved down to North Carolina. I don't know where they came from. Don't ask me. I ain't trying to lie. And she moved down there. She started working. Her man started becoming depressed because I guess the change or or whatever, maybe he was going through stuff wherever they used to live. But she would tell him, you hold it down. You, you know, you watch the kids. And she was just working in this restaurant. And it was busy in North Carolina little barbecue spot. And whoever put this barbecue spot there, right? I don't eat barbecue food. So <clears throat> I was there doing readings. But whoever put this barbecue spot there, they really knew that this was going to be <clears throat> the best spot. On across the street is the truck stop. On the left and the right side is two big Howard Johnson hotels. And then... On the other side, behind, you know, maybe like a mile and a half, it was a complex. So, and then it's in between, you know, the street, the main street. So, and you had a Waffle House right there because the uh, barbecue spot wasn't open 24 hours. It closed at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. But they had a bar. So on the weekends, it had closed at 12. The Waffle House is 24 hours. So whatever the barbecue spot didn't have, they already knew. Once they got finished partying, we don't want the party to end. So let's go to the Waffle House. So whoever put those two spots together, it definitely panned out. And those waitresses was making a nice little chunk of change. And she was living in one of the Howard Johnsons, right? She had a room. Just until they can find an apartment. So when she moved down, right, she was living there at the hotel. And, you know, she was telling her man, she would bring the tips back. It's walking distance. She didn't have to pay for no cab. She didn't have to get no bus. Just walk the street, bow. So he would stay there with the kids. Now, <clears throat> When you are a waitress or a waiter, a server in a restaurant where there's a bar, people are going to hit on you. That is fact. I was married. And people would come and be like, oh, wow, what's up, ma? Hey, how you doing? Because I'm serving you the food. I'm not here to get, I don't need your phone number. And people would write it on the back of the receipt. Like, you know, some people would go over and beyond. So she would, you know, she would smile and all of that. She had six kids. She had a man. She wasn't worried about nobody else. But when he would come over there, because, you know, he could 
It's right across the street. He would come over there and he would sit there and watch these people talk to her. And he became jealous. Then he told her, oh, you don't need to work. Right? This is a story. She always said I can share it. She said, oh, he said, oh, you don't need to work. And she was like, who going to pay the bill? Because he, he wasn't getting a job. It all depends on if he was getting up. You know what I'm saying? And on social media, because she had his picture all over the place on social media. He was, you know, you would think he was the perfect man. You would think he was the perfect man. Great father, right? Real talk. This is, man, this is, this brought tears to my eyes. So, she was working. He would come over there while the kids were asleep. And he would sit there and watch. Like I said, if you're a server, you can't. You know, what you going to do, right? As long as they're not touching you or because some 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 restaurants have security. But then you have the dudes that work there. They always become like your little brother or your big brother or your nephew. And because I had Kyle in them. So, you know, and I understood that. Well, her man didn't understand that. So she started picking up shifts. I don't know if you ever stayed at a hotel I did. You got to pay that bill every week. And if you got kids, now you got to worry about kids stuff. They got to go to school. School ain't cheap. Like all of that. So she was busting her ass while he sat home. But whatever reason, she was comfortable, she said, with that. Okay. One day, this dude took her kids, took one of the twins, and blew his brains out. I can't make this up. Blew her twin. They were, I think she said they were six. I know anywhere between six and ten. So don't get me to lying. But he, so, and I believe he was six. I don't even think he was ten. I don't even think he was past eight. But he blew one of their brains out. He's sitting in jail. He's in jail for a long time. And he said the reason why he did it is because she was paying more attention to everyone else and wouldn't pay attention to her, him. So he needed to hurt her and make her feel like he felt. Real talk. How how the... Man, I had so many emotions with that. Protecting. Protect. Protect. You, no one is that fucking thirsty for a relationship. And if you feel some kind of way of hearing this story or or feeling like, oh, if I know, no, no. Oh, I love my man. You know, that's what single people say. Loving you first is the priority. Anything else is at the wayside. You are first. You are necessary. You are the cake. You matter. You're number one. And anyone that comes into your life and you have children, whether you have it with them or they they coming in your life. I get upset because I've seen it happen so many times where a girl would meet a guy and within a week, he moves in. The kids are calling him daddy, all of this. And you don't know if he snapped. You don't know if he has some kind of mental problem. You don't know if he's still involved with his kid's life. And please, women are quick to oh, he don't get along with his baby mom. But let me tell y'all now, I'm going to tell y'all my story. So I'm walking with this girl, Yolanda. 
she's dating my ex-husband, Roosevelt. And she's like, yeah, his baby moms or his ex-wife, she was horrible, abusive. She didn't do nothing for the kids. Now, the whole time, she thinks she's talking about me. But she don't know it's me. Real talk. She's like, yeah, you know, I was, I, me and Roosevelt, we together. And he was, he was saying how his baby mom, you know, she was just fucked up. He had to do everything and kept the kids away. And she didn't do anything. I said, who? She said, Roosevelt. I said, you do know I'm Dee Dee's mom. You do know I was married to Roosevelt. Wait, what? I said, after knowing me and seeing who I am, who you believe now? But why would he lie? Why would he tell you the truth? When he went to jail, I went and lived my life. He did 22 years. I didn't tell him to do all of that. We supposed to be moving to Far Rockaway. I lived my life. I have four kids. So I'm supposed to stop? Oh, Donna, they, uh-uh, no, girl. No, no. And whenever I came to New York and I had a chance, I would go and visit him. I didn't go for the whole 20-something years. No, I would visit him here and there, but that was it. So, no, no. I got remarried. And I raised my kids. I said, and they have been all over. So, what what part? Where 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 was I abusive? Where? First of all, he wasn't home. He was in jail for twenty two years. So how my you see, Didi, you see all my kids. Do they look like they were abused? Do they look like they were mistreated? Do they look like they had a Mister Meal? Oh, my good, Yeah, girl. Stop. She was really, I'm talking about she was going in. But I was like, he was going for 22 years. I didn't even live up in New York. I lived in Atlanta. So how is that? And she was like, oh, my God. And sometimes, I'm not talking all the time. Sometimes the dude has his own mental issues, and they always want to make the other person look bad. He sits up on 109 in the chair all day, every day. He ain't going nowhere. I'm like, wow, you could do so many things with your life. But he just sits there. And he doesn't drink, he don't smoke. But he'll date women that drink and smoke. And he'll dog them out after he date them. He'll dog them out, talk about them like dogs. And I'm sitting there like, he's doing that to you. He going to dog you out. So you don't see... That don't look suspicious. Like, are you serious? So protect your protect your peace, protect your home, protect your children, protect your spirituality, protect who pours into you, protect you. That's this whole thing. Protect. Protect. Stand on. Walk in your truth. Be you. Be authentic. You don't need a carbon copy of nobody. And you don't owe nobody an explanation. Live your fucking life. I see y'all this evening.